Well, the event we hear about in the Gospel today has you know, very profound implications or, or, or symbolisms for the spiritual life. Obviously, it's, a, it's an event or situation that the apostles lived with the teacher, with Christ, uh, but they, they remembered it as something that had profound significance for their own journey as, as the early church and as, as a faith journey. First notice the, the, at the end of a day in which they had been doing miracles and teaching, Christ tells them, let's go to the other side. And uh, apparently um, the disciples recall that Jesus was exhausted. He must have been really drained uh, by the long day. And that's, you know, Part of his just his humanity, you know, he he could do a lot of good things because of his divine power, but in the process, his his physical strength, his uh, attention uh, had been so intense that he's exhausted. He's completely um, uh, out of energy, uh, so much so that he goes into the boat and falls asleep. Can you imagine the tiredness you need to be sound asleep in a boat that is tossed by the waves? in the midst of a huge storm. I mean, you had to be really, really, really um, exhausted. But that's what, what's going on. They, they embark themselves, and you always remember that the boat is an image of the church, in this case, you know, tossed about by the waves of uh, problems of every, every sort, and, you know, maybe uh, political problems, social problems, temptations, and people who teach strange things, you know, uh, dissension. So... Uh, and crisis asleep, or which is an image of God seemingly being asleep in the boat. Um, and then finally, they wake him up and they ask question, teacher, do you not care that we're perishing? And what Je the Lord does is basically wakes up, rebukes the wind, the wind stops, the, the, the storm is, uh, you know, uh, hushed. And he challenges them, why didn't you trust? Um, well, the, the, if you want the scenario here, or what the Lord wants to symbolize with his behavior, is that the church is uh, sailing along with Christ in the boat. Right? He is there, even though at maybe the moments in which he's quiet, he's seemingly not saying much, but he's with us. And if God allows, if Jesus allows the disciples to go through that storm and go through that difficult time across the lake, it's because he knows that that storm cannot really um, destroy the church and cannot really um, separate them from him. Similar to what St. Paul would say in Romans 8, 31 through 39, right? What can separate us from the love of Christ? So he knows that there are things that are really, really challenging, but... He, he, if he allows us to go through those difficult moments, it's because he knows that trusting him, we cannot be separated from him. We may lose other things. We may lose, you know, you know, uh, material goods. We can lose connections. We may lose, you know, uh, important resources. We can at times even lose, sometimes lose our lives physically. But we can never. Nothing can separate us from him. And so his challenge to us when we doubt him in those moments is why don't you trust that I am guiding the boat? Why don't you trust that I can I could hush, I could calm this storm if I wanted to in the moment. But uh, in his knowledge, in his wisdom, sometimes the Lord 
chooses not to not to miraculously calm every storm. So what situations in your own life um, resonate uh, or are you know are come to your mind when you read this gospel? What are the, the storms that the Lord has guided you to confront or to or to go through? How has he manifested himself through those difficult times? What have you learned? Maybe picture yourself in that moment, try to feel the feelings of the other disciples in the boat, and maybe think of situations in which you have been, you know, in your life, in your personal life, or as a community, been through moments like that, and see what the Lord wants to say to you through, through this narrative, through this story of his life.